0: Hello. Welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. Luke 15 verse 1 Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. Verse 2, And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Then if you go down to the 11th verse through 24, it says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Prodigal here means extravagant. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Want here means need. He began to be in need. Then he went and journeyed himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine, pigs, to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found And they began to be married. You know, I was looking at a movie called McClintock. Uh, A lot of people live as though they are entitled rather than privileged. But in the Western movie McClintock, he tells his daughter... You will have every young buck around here wanting to marry you, mostly because you're a handsome filly, but partly because I own everything around here and they will think you're going to inherit it, but you're not. I'm going to leave most of it to the nations for a park. What I'm going to leave you is a 500 cow spread. That may not seem like much, but it's more than your mother and I had. I like how McClintock um he's he's warning his daughter ahead of time that you're not entitled to everything. I'm gonna do this with this property that I've that I've earned, that I've purchased, and I'm gonna leave you an inheritance. But it's not going to be what other people think it should be. And so he's letting her know ahead of time what he's leaving her. The fact that she didn't have to pay for it or work for it is a privilege. Her, her mother and her father worked for everything that they had. Because he tells her it's more than what we have. So when they started out, they didn't have anything. They had to work for it. They had to toil for it. They had to purchase it. They had to sweat for it. They had to bleed for it. You know how some people say it's blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) Blood, sweat, and tears is how I got this. Working hard is how I got this. Well, you, he says, I'm going to leave you a 500-cow spread. She didn't work for it. He's just going to leave it to her as an inheritance. She's she's being privileged with what he's leaving her. She's not entitled to everything that he owns because he's choosing to give it to, to another cause. Well, in Luke 15, 1, Jesus is talking to the tax collectors, the sinners, and the Pharisees. And they feel like they are entitled because they say this man receives sinners and eats with them. In other words, these sinners shouldn't be eating with you. They are not entitled to have dinner with you. We are entitled. Do you know what kind of people these are? You are. They are not entitled to sit with you and eat with you <laughs> they are they're not privileged to sit with you and eat with you that's what they're saying but Jesus doesn't see it that way and what Jesus does is he begins to give them parables and and the parables that he's giving them is of being lost and found the first is the lost sheep the second is the lost coin And the third is the lost son. So Jesus is telling them the story of being lost and found. You're not entitled to salvation, but it's a privilege to receive salvation. This young lady was was not entitled just because her father owned everything. He let her know you're not entitled to everything it's a privilege I'm going to give to you, 500 acres or 500 cow spread. This is what you're in, this is what you're privileged to receive from me. This is what I want you to have. This is what I give to you. And I was talking with my my grand my great grands this weekend, and I was sharing with them, um, you know, our parents take good care of us. And it's really a privilege that they love us and care for us and take care of us. This young man, uh, in this parable, the prodigal son, he felt entitled. He told his father, he says, give me my portion of your goods. Whose goods are they? (laughs) It's the father's goods. Give me my portion of the estate. Like he's entitled to get a portion of the estate. He doesn't know if his father wanted to give a portion of the estate or not. Unless he heard him talking about it. Well, he thinks he's entitled to get it now. His father hasn't even died. He wants his share now. He's not understanding that it's a privilege to be in his father's home. It's a privilege to receive A portion of his father's uh, estate, he feels entitled. He leaves with that attitude, and soon after he has extravagantly spent all his money, he understands what privilege really is, and what entitlement is, because when the when he begins to feed the the swine, the pigs. got hired on by a farmer to feed the swine. The food that he's giving the swine which was not doesn't look edible, it doesn't look um, enticing or delicious that, that food, that what they were giving to those swine begins to look good to him. And he comes to himself when that When that stuff begins to look uh, like he wanted to eat some of it, it began to look appetizing to him because he was so, so hungry. He comes to himself and he realizes what he's thinking and his mind goes back to his father and he understands what a privilege it is just to even be a servant because the servants had plenty of food. You know, they were hired servants. It said hired servants. But they understood that they were getting far more than their portion. He was giving them extra. He was being good to them. And so this, this son begins to think about that. My father's servants have food enough to spare. They have more than enough it's a privilege just to be a servant how many of us understand that is it is a privilege to receive salvation it is a privilege to understand what the lord uh, has done for us it is a privilege for him to die for our sins it is a privilege for him to get up from that grave and declare all power in his hands it's a, it's a privilege for us to receive Jesus as Lord and as Savior. You know, we're not entitled to salvation based on what our mom and dad did or our grandmother or grandfather did. No, they are, they are privileged to receive salvation because they received Jesus. Are you going to receive Jesus? Are you going to accept him as Lord and Savior? Are you ready to receive uh, his gift of salvation? It's a privilege to receive the gift of salvation. It is not an entitlement. Just because your parents were saved and they did a mighty work and God blessed them and it's believed that they went to heaven doesn't make you entitled to anything. You have to do it for yourself. They had to do it for themselves, and you have to do it for yourself. McClintock and his wife worked hard. You know, they did it for themselves, they earned for themselves. Their daughter didn't earn anything. It was a privilege for them to give her something. And so Jesus is letting us know that you are not entitled to anything, you are privileged to receive. And I hope that you understand that it's a privilege to be saved. It's a privilege not to be condemned to death. You know, without salvation, we are condemned to death. But because of the grace of God, we are privileged to salvation. We are privileged to to have a, a new outcome. We are privileged not to die in our sins. And so I hope that you are encouraged to live for the Lord. Salvation is not of anything man can do or get because of status, position, personal wealth, or family wealth. Salvation is not of man or because of his family at all. Salvation is of the Lord. Because your mother served God, does not make you entitled to get to heaven. Because your grandparents served God, does not make you entitled to get to heaven. No, you are not entitled. You must receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. And remember that it is a privilege. It is a privilege to be saved. It is a privilege to be healed. It is a privilege not to have any more sorrow. It is a privilege that the Lord works things out in your behalf. behalf. It's a privilege that God gives you favor, you know even job didn't think of himself as entitled you know he was wealthy he had uh cows and and plenty of um uh, servants and he had everything that he needed he had uh children and then he lost it all he didn't feel like oh because i had everything i was entitled woe is me no he said bless uh The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He understood that he was privileged. And he knew that the Lord, if he took it, he could give it back to him. If he gave it to him once and he took it, it belonged to him anyway. Why? Because he was just privileged to uh, share, uh, to receive, um, to experience those things. You know, he was privileged. And I like the uh, Philippian jailer. He says, sir, what must I do to be saved? You know, and then the missionary say, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. So when you take the gospel of Jesus Christ to your home, then your family will hear about the Lord and they will understand what it means to repent. And then they can receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. They can repent of their sins and receive him as Savior. It's a privilege to be saved. It's a privilege to hear the word of God. There are people in parts of the country who cannot hear the word of God. You know, there are people in parts of of of, uh, of this world who, and, and some of these nations who are not privileged to hear the word of God. They don't have... Uh, christian television they don't have uh the luxury of of having church every sunday they got to go underground to even um go to church so it's a privilege it is a privilege well i hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened Join us here each Saturday at 3 p.m. for Tea Time with Marcella.